Welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry. I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you can get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering help getting the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Grace Slick. When you get older, it's not about what you did that you regret. It's what you didn't do. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 161. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a gloomy winter day here at my folks' place in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. Glad to be just alive after two days of traveling and surprise snowstorms. Think I'm going to delete my weather app to make room on my iPhone to download Kirkwald's new record. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Great to see Nezzy and Tom out and about. Thursday, played a duo show at BDL Club in Roseville, Minnesota. Happy birthday, Deb. Love the new pool table. Friday, played solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Froze playing by the door, but us Nova musicians are tough. Saturday, played a duo show at Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Great to see my family and friends and hope the crazy dude doing interpretive dance during the entire third set wasn't too distracting. Shows. Wednesday, November 14th, 2018, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, November 16th, I'll be playing a duo show at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturday, November 17th, I'll be playing a duo show at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Part two of three with the top five female rock singers of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Kat Perkins, Candace Wheeler, Matt Kirkwald, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. I had to start for the second time there because I'm kind of really enjoying the cocktails that Kate's pouring back there. Getting a little tipsy with my my language here. Um, we're hanging out here to the top five female rock singers of all time with a celebrity guest panel of Mr. Matt Kirkwald of Stanley Steamer, Stanley Steamer, the carpet cleaner fame. Right? That's one of them. Wait, yeah. seriously? Yeah. 
Oh, it's the jingle. One, one, yeah, I, I I didn't write the initial jingle. I did. He's talking about one I did years ago with with D. Oh. Snyder of Twisted Sister. Oh yes, yes. I think oh you told God, me yes. about that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. And did, who wrote the? Uh, that's one thing I have an idea for a podcast: is commercial jingles top five. That's oh, good. that's great. That'd be yeah, a good one. One day, one night, uh-huh. Saturdays oh my God, all night, and American like my little su- family insurance. insurance. Yep. So many. Oh, that awesome. would be awesome. Liberty, 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 <laughs> liberty. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some good jingles out there. And there's some also really bad there, ones. We'd have to be really drunk to do that. Worst, Here, like hold on. K-A-R-S there's also some really bad ones that are effective as all get out. Right. I so, know the ones that stick in your head like that. Yeah. And they're not necessarily great. No, they're no. Just they just stick. Catchy. K-A-R-S cars for kids. I, I really yes. worst. Oh, the worst. K-A-R-S cars for kids. The worst. That's the one that sticks with me. One day, one night. So I mean, that, bad. It's genius, man. It's like Beethoven's dun 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 dun. Doesn't it stir something in you? <laughs> it stirs anger. <laughs> anger. <laughs> What's the difference between Stanley Steen and Carpet Cleaner and American Family Insurance? One's good and one isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you guys decide. I like that. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. So I was going to ask Kat here without we start the episode and ask her about that cat play the grandstand yeah. at the Minnesota State Fair this year. Yeah. How was that experience? Yeah, so get this. Uh, like, I always just wanted to play the State Fair. I didn't care what stage. I was like, put me on the International Bazaar. Whatever. I just wanted to play the Minnesota State Fair. I haven't done it. And it's just bucket list. And then we get the grandstand for my debut at the at the State Fair, which will now be forever, like, the top thing that we can do. But it was amazing. I was nervous. I was so nervous I couldn't breathe. <laughs> Every song was too fast. <laughs> really? But it was so fun. I mean, we all were having a blast. And you could tell. And there was about 8,000 people there that night. And it was just nice to see a bunch of hardcore fans from my Scarlet Haze days. The Reach the Down days? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I've seen you in that, too. All in the front row, just, like, supporting and singing along to my original tunes, which is always a dream. That's cool. Yeah. So how was, like, sound? Did you get sound checked at the empty stadium while people are flying by in the gondola and shit like that? We did. Like, I... I, I Snapchatted it. I probably should have put it everywhere, but just the reverb that you get in that kind of situation. Oh, and I like, took my ears out so I could just hear it happen in an empty stadium of, I think it holds, what, 15,000 yeah. or something? It's awesome yeah, it's venue. one of those dream moments, you know? It was just it was just so epic and will be forever, literally top two. I mean, I did the Target Center in 2005, and... Now the State Fair. Oh, the Bon Jovi show. Yeah. yeah remember, remember, you were on the show, like, we did, like, four episodes in one day. I never even asked you about Bon Jovi. Oh, God. I was asking about Don Shelby and shit like that. <laughs> hey, that's interesting, Because I love too. Don Shelby from Channel 4, and that's she did a play with him. Too. I recorded him a bunch, too. Don <laughs> Shelby? I want to get him on the podcast. Get him down to B-Dale. He's a hell of a Get him voice. down. <laughs> He'll totally do it. Don Shelby at B-Dale. That'd be his awesome. His hair's still long now. He was growing out his hair. Oh, like, oh, I saw you a bunch yeah. of tats and long hair. Yeah. So how was how was JBJ? Was that Richie Sambora pre, or was he on that shit, too? No, he was on he was that on one. That oh, my God. Yeah. So. They were great. I mean, my fav- my new favorite ever since has been Tico Torres, the the drummer. Okay. He was, like, the most down-to-earth and sat and chatted with us and, like, so how are you guys doing this? And uh, what's next for you? And what's your plan? And and he, like, took a CD of ours. And, yeah, like, she gave a wow. shit. That's awesome. He actually yeah. gave a shit. Just so did John. It was just... You know, that whole tour, and they still do it. They bring on, like, local openers mm-hmm. from each. That is so contests. cool. That's the way it should be. Yeah. yeah. I, I Don't said, you think, Candace, you go to a lot of concerts. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, the lo- like some local rock band came yeah, in and rock- sure. got a good shot? Well, yeah, they just did that on their last tour. They did that competition they did. thing, so that's super and cool. And I always think, like, yeah. 
they don't need it for the ticket sales. They no. don't. It would sell out without it. Right. Mm-hmm. So they really just honestly do it to do it. And, and it doesn't make their life easier. No, it just no. certainly does not. But he discovered, like, Cinderella, my favorite 80s rock band, was discovered by John Bon Jovi. Sure. Similar thing that. like that. You know, yep. his legs wow. are really tiny. He's a little dude. JBJ? But giant head. <laughs> just a, like a bobble head <laughs> in real life. Hmm. <laughs> ever done, have you ever done the, uh, the John Bon Jovi jumping jacks? No. Do you know what those are? Tell them in the microphone, Matt, so I can hear it. What, what is it? You've you got to know. There's, there's I'm very regular, curious. Regular jumping jacks. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is a John Bon Jovi. I think that was that also is. the Richard Marks jumping jacks, too. Oh, yeah. Satisfied. <laughs> John's are all full extension with the legs out. Heck, yeah. Yeah. That's the, core he work on too, yeah. About five times, and he does it. He must. The guy must burn three thousand calories. What? How him. did? Why did Richie leave? Just too many chicks backstage, or what? I don't know. He's, he had a deal. He's had his issues with alcohol. Yeah. Richie Sambora. Yeah, and and I, the little that I do know is that John. It's John's band. It's his business, and it is a tight run ship. Let me tell you this. Backstage, <clears throat> they were reviewing the previous night's concert. All together, taking notes. I witnessed it. On stuff they play every night for the last every 20 years. Every night. Wow. I mean, literally living on a prayer. Like, I mean. They run it like an NFL team. Wow. They, it, was serious, it was seriously happening. And I was like, I, that's what I want to be. Like, I want to be that serious about those songs that many years later. Because you know what? You can get so sloppy mm-hmm. when it, yeah, yeah. you've done it forever. and. I saw on a hard rock or some kind of rock forum thing or Facebook that the keyboard player, that curly-haired fella yeah. with that tight little perm going, yes. you know, that he just wrote a book. David Bryan. And I'm like, I thought to myself, that's cool, but who would buy that book? I don't know. Well, now I might have to. Well, we probably got some it. stories. I don't know the so depth of the BDL cookbook. They have. <laughs> all you have to do is appeal to like 500,000 of them to make a book insanely profitable. Right. So He's got the Bon Jovi name. To he must have freshly got divorced, I'm guessing. Oh, a book probably. And paid a few bills. Oh, and by the <laughs> way, Richie, Richie was still married to Heather when we did that. And Heather Locklear. I, I said to him, tell Heather hi. Wow. <laughs> the guy that started the Flame Burger in Roseville well, used to date Heather Locklear when she was in high school. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Oh, Christ. All right, we're here at the beautiful Beedle Club in Roseville, Minnesota, and we're continuing with our top five female rock singers of all time competition. And all the guests got Beedle, what's cooking at the Beedle cookbooks, and we're battling over a sweatshirt for the winner of the top five. Um, how's it going, Gloria? Gloria is a previous president of the Beedle Club and provided the gifts for us. Thank you, Gloria. Thank Much you, appreciated. Gloria. Thank you. Okay, let's, Matt, what's yeah. your number three top five? All right. This Female one, rock singer of all time. This one is, again, got to maybe put an asterisk. Asterisk? Asterisk. 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 Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, a dot next to her name because she's kind of all over the map stylistically, but my favorite, my favorite <laughs> female singer of all time is Patty Griffin. It's enough for me, baby. It's enough for me. Is that rock, though? 
You listen to Flaming yeah, Red. If you sure. The album Flaming Red that came out in I think '96. That is an alternative. Right before Lilith Fair, she did. She was in, that record rocks and she. Oh, she is, is so. I never even thought of her. Incredible. Super rock. Vocalist. I thought she more folk, but she's rock too. She's huh? all over the map now. Oh, but boy. I mean, you almost call her country folk. But that's true. I've Flaming heard Red is one of my favorite records that came out in the '90s, and it is. Just rock it. Good call. I got a DVD of her, and she's so cool. I kind of feel so bad for her. She's like, she looks kind of sad. Like, she's really lived these songs, and it's like, I don't know, man. She's she's so good. Then you go back and listen to a song like Heavenly Day, and it's just like, it just absolutely transports me every time, and it's so beautiful. And there's a song called Forgiveness that is ridiculous. Here's a vocal question to you guys, too. So I'd sing Heavenly Day for a Wedding. And then I was listening to this, watching this new show on Netflix called uh, Haunting at Hill House. Yeah, I remember, yes. I remember hearing that one. And, it was, and so she, Heavenly Day was when... The like wedding a, scene. This wedding scene. So when you're singing like that, because I tried doing it for a wedding, I'm like, oh, Heavenly Day. I sing it like I'm from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, like I'm from. <laughs> you know, just, you know. But when she has a... Like all the riffs she throws in there. Is it like playing guitar, like a scale, like a riff? Or what is she doing? Like, how do you get good at doing that gospel riffs? Buttons. It's, it's, it's not easy. This is funny. This is what I because my girlfriend can can do that stuff, and I like I can't do that. I cannot do runs like that. I'm a I'm meat and potato guy all the way, and it <laughs> always have been. Um, and she told me, I'm like, how did you learn that stuff? She goes, I used to slow it down and listen to it and learn it. Absolutely. Just like guitar players slow down and, and learn riffs. I have an app called Amazing Slow Downer. I have it too for my harmonica. And stuff. if you slow down those riffs that they're singing and just, just do it over and over. Patterns. And then like that, who's speed that, it up, speed who's it that country guy that does that big time? That uh, uh, Stapleton guy. Oh, Chris, Chris yeah. He does a, just, like, yeah. I always kind of joke. Because I thought, I mean, it's a great song people love, but I kind of thought it was a Saturday Night Live skit when I first heard it. Because I'm like, like, I was like, so one of the, what's, a, what's that famous, Tennessee Wine, the old George Jones Tennessee song. Whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Yeah, Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah. And, uh, wine, whiskey, what's the diff? Yes, what's the diff? <laughs> And I said, I was just kind of joking, like, load of the ear, the engineer, the Kirkwall, and the engineer saying, okay, hey, Chris, can you take the word warm again, man? Warm. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite thing now is you go, because everybody plays that song no matter where, what bar you go to. I yeah. mean, like, if there's an acoustic show or a band, they do yeah. it. And everybody has their interpretation of what they think those runs are. Oh, yeah. And I've heard maybe one or two dudes who can do it, and the rest either overdo it or completely blow it. Or they just make up their own, which then yeah. they're like, I just made them out. And, they, and then you're like, well, well, okay. Then why'd you do but, it then? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> people still like to hear it. But That's Oh, true. man. I tried to cover that one once one night in an acoustic show, and it was just dumb. Just so <laughs> stupid. I mean, even try it. Can't do that stuff. The girls were all fawning in front of the stage, Joel Kirkwall just kicked <gasps> off on that one. That is not the Yo, case smooth. at all. See, I like the old version when I was a kid. The old yeah. George Jones version is totally different. Yeah, sure. But that's the difference. Is like you listen to a guy like George Jones who doesn't do runs, but has incredible articulation. Oh, man. An incredible awesome. vibe, incredible tone. But and it's like Stapleton's great, but yeah, I will be the first to say I think he oversings damn near everything he does. <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought it was Saturday Night Live, like some gospel singer doing <laughs> George Jones song. That's what I thought, because that's what God. it would have done. Though, so he did a Saturday Night Live skit, and had a country guy, like a gospel guy, do a country song. It would, would, that's what it sound like, you know. So I don't know, whatever. Okay, where are we at now? So Candace, are you up? Okay. Um, well, I love the Runaways, yes. and it's like hard to pick which one is my favorite because I love Lita for a lot of different ways, but Cherie Curry is probably my favorite voice of the runaways just because if it's deepness and it's like, 
it's bad, you know? It's bad. That's a great pick. I don't know much about the Runaways, though. So who are they? Just for people that don't know who they are. Um, So they were like the first punk all-girl band ever, right? I don't know if anyone was before them. Um, What's their big, was it Cherry Bomb? Is that their big hit? Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Who's the main singer in that one? So that's Shuri. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is badass. Joan Jett. Joan Jett later for. And uh, Sandy West was the drummer. Wow. Wow. yeah, they're just a cool bit. I like the rebelness of rebelness, rebelness, rebelliousness. <laughs> and there's yeah. a new Joan Jett doc, I think, that just came out, and I heard her on the Mark Maron podcast not long ago, and she goes into great detail about the shit they really went through wow. to get started. Oh, and they were just kids that. too, weren't they? Yeah, they were like young. They were really sure. young. Yeah. And exploited to the hilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. But they still perform. I know that Lita and Shuri perform sometimes together. I don't think Joan and Lita are cool, but um, they're all still doing their own thing. So that's great. That's yeah, awesome go. pick. All right, Miss Cat Perkins. What's your number three top oh, five female rock singer? Yes. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a throwback to my era of like the '80s, like when I just got into my records and just went and went and went. Kim Carnes. And she knows. She's not a great singer, but it's like there's definitely a like unique thing. She's an original. I was thinking about that one. So the folks that don't know who Kim Carnes is, who's Kim Carnes? Right. But Betty they would have been newer size, stuff. Betty Davis size. That's probably the most popular one. Um, that's another one. Do you think her voice is just dying when I she's mean, singing? I honestly think. <laughs> here's what I honestly think as a singer. I think there is something. I think there's always been something wrong with her actual vocal cords, and she just capitalized on it. Wow. Because it's like she's like missing her voice, and she does a lot of speak singing, but. There's nothing else out there like that voice. There still hasn't been to She's me. She's cool. I don't know much about her. I just know that voice and that song, especially. Kim oh, yeah. Carnes. And you know what? I've seen, I saw her probably in the last year on some, I don't know, some MTV weird show or whatever. And she, it's, it's awful. I mean, she can't even hold a tune. But, but in the heyday, she Kim was Carnes. Kim Carnes. I would always say, where's my Kim Carnes record? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I'm going to go my number three. I don't know much about these guys at all, but she's just one of my favorite female singers. And I had Will, Will Bauermeister at Daisy Head Maisie. Remember those guys from back mm, in the day? Mm-hmm. So Will was one of my heroes. We were talking about female singers, and we're both not even in the age demographic. We knew nothing about this or whatever. And he goes, we started talking about the singer, how like when she sings, you feel bad for her. And so I just followed her on Twitter after. I still followed her on Twitter, and like she puts out a bunch of children's stuff or whatever. But it's from the band, for, especially for the song, My Immortal. Oh, yeah. Amy yes. Lee of yes. Evanescence. Incredible. I think of that as the actual word epic. Yeah. I know we overuse that word, but like I think epic. 
voice. I know. know. Like it'd be in like in some theater, like Lion King or something like yeah. that. Just this big theater something. voice. But but um, oh my god, she's a good singer. She's great. There's a duet. Good pick. With her and Lizzie Hale floating around YouTube, and Lizzie's really? just playing piano. Really? And it's just ridiculously good. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta find that. that clip that on there too. It's just them hanging out. Like it seems so casual. Oh, oh she's so she's beautiful she too. Like, she just oh comes my out god. on stage and her sweats like clearly just finished playing or something. And Lizzie's all sweaty and gross, and, <laughs> and they're just Sweet. sitting at the piano, and they, and they just are tearing it down. They're so good. Also, I feel like she's kind of timeless. Like I, I wouldn't even be able to guess her age. I it would... said she's four. Uh, Liz, right here. Oh, I had it. No, I only saved the front thing. Is she in her forties already? No, I think she's like in her mid thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not that old. That single yeah. didn't come out till, or that single was out like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Released in two thousand three, it says. I took a picture of the, the nice. top. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. And it's four minutes yeah. and 24 seconds. Is it really? <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, that's what it says reminds, right here. She reminds me of like and a it was lot on the radio? really big, like, European operatic metal singers. that are. It's, it's like huge yes. everywhere except here, where yeah. metal bands everywhere else seem to have this thing where uh, it's a massive fan base for female, almost operatic style vocals in metal, like prog metal and stuff like that. But it's just not anything here. It's just so small. Like bands like Nightwish and stuff like that. They oh yeah, I know they are incredible vocalists. But here oh. it's like doesn't really happen. And I always feel like she kind of got pigeonholed because of I mean, the first couple singles were so <laughs> not a bad not a bad entry. Not a bad entry. Is that your entry there, Vet? <laughs> She's so good, and I just kind of wish she had a. Maybe she is bigger elsewhere, but I feel like. She doesn't have much of a vehicle to push her along here. Yeah, because she's I so agree. good, and maybe no one knows what to Tiffany. do with her. But it was weird because they had such a big giant peak, and then like <laughs> just fell away, gone. And it was, I thought that was really odd because I thought she would be the one that kind of hangs out. I mean, she right. still did. She it, still did, but I feel like she should be. She should be huge. It should have never fell off like that. Yeah, to me. I think the songwriter guy quit, or the boyfriend, or whatever, oh. the, whatever the well, guy in the she, band. Wasn't Ben Moody originally in the band? Oh. Yeah, I think he was, he was. originally. I think he was the guy that right. originally was in that. The main band, guy, and now yep. he's in. Is it, what band is that? Is it Three Days Grace? They, no, no. What, what is his band? And they're huge. I can't think of them. I can probably look it up. I know the name. But she sang Three with Dog him Night. On, three, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But three anyways, Doors Down. <laughs> but she sang on a song with him. That Third Eye Blind or whatever it was. Cause I'm yeah, man. And then she sounded great on that, but that's like the last Seether. big single I remember. Seether, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Right? So I know she's tied in with that. With that. Well, I'm so glad flipping through my phone that my list was anchored around Susan Tedeschi. <laughs> well, <laughs> I ruined it for you, Stary. Damn it. Okay. All right, who's up next? Good. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah back to Matt. Back okay. to Number Matt. two. Then we'll cut her off and do one little final one for the vinyl. Number two, huh? I'm I'm just going way off. That's cool, any, man. Any order of anything, you just on my top five. Uh, definitely one of my all-time favorites, and one of my favorite voices since I've maybe been five years old is Chrissy Hynde. Been diving, deep to lean in. She's good too. I was thinking about having her on. Um, for what songs? Oh, so many great tunes. But my one of my favorites is "Middle of the Road." Uh, of course, the the ones that got me when I was a kid was like "Brass and Pocket." Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And uh, 
She's good. Yeah, Brass and Pocket. And, and uh, oh, Chain Gang was the first song. Chain mm. Gang, that's yeah, my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, just nobody sings like her, and she has insane amount of control. And she also has this rhythm thing that she does, like, on, uh, uh, oh, what song is it? Uh, I can't think of the name of the song. Um, she has her very own style of rhythm. And it's, it's and she never falls out of it. Like, she's always, like, like when you hear her, there's, she, when she does vibrato, it's in perfect time. And the other person that does that, too, and, and again, my girlfriend Sarah introduced me to this, is Patty Smythe introduced mm. me to this. When she does her vibrato, it's perfectly eight, it's perfect eighth notes all the time. Oh, wow. Wow. Every time. Whatever the tempo of the song is, Weird. the vibrato follows it just perfectly. Oh. And Chrissy Hine does it, too. Oh. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like She's hard to sing, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Hard imagine singing Chrissy Hine tunes yeah. would ever be easy. Be, be, be easy. Oh, my God. I suddenly just want to listen to all pretenders right now. I do, too. I want to do that when I'm after when I drink beer afterwards. I'm going to crank some pretenders. <laughs> yeah. How do you do your vibrato? Stomach or throat, cat? Mm, it depends. I mean, in the rock stuff, it's more throat. And then when I'm, if I'm doing big, epic, super deep breathing stuff, it, it just happens. Like okay. from, the, from the gut, from where it just, it's just, the, you know, the air is moving past the... Wow. I can manufacture it and I cannot, you know, I can do both. Candace is a singer, karaoke Black Sabbath singer, oh, spectacular. <laughs> Candace, what's Sabbath your what's your doors. karaoke go to song again? Uh Sweet Leaf. Sweet Leaf. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like she Black Sabbath. I can do a Black Sabbath acoustic band here. Oh, <laughs> Hell should. yeah, please. No, we should. That would change my life. I had to go. I, had, I asked Candace, I said, I said, do you guys even add that Tony Iommi cough at the beginning? She goes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so badass. Ozzy's one of those. Oh, our president of the B-Dale Club, Dale Severson, oh, just Dale. walked in. He is at Hi, Dale. podcast night, Dale. <laughs> He is the president of the B-Dale Club. <laughs> nice. He has beat the U- the United States champion in curling. What? USA gold medal champion. He did. USA gold wow. medal. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Dale, you remember Candace? This is yeah. uh, Matt. Matt. Nice Matt. to meet you. This is Cat. My name happens to be Dale. And this Just is Cat. Oh, yeah, I saw you on TV. Yeah. <laughs> nice We're here doing a podcast here, Dale. We'll have to have a beer in a little while here, huh? All right. All right. Okay, can you tell us who your favorite female rock singer is? Yeah, who's your fave? Janis Joplin. Uh, yeah, Candace Joplin. For what song? Hey, Sparky, Sparky's better at this than I. I got Mr. Vinyl here. Mark, oh, Mark, come over here. This is Mark. This is my curling partner, and Willie's here tonight too. We oh boy. Curling at St. Paul Curling. I figured we just guess you guys just can't game from church. So, what's our, best, our favorite female artist? Rock, rock singer. singer. Rock singer. Uh, my personal? Yes. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to say. Say right in there. I'm going to say Alanis Morissette. Oh. oh. There's so many. That. That's a good one. Like That's very good. What's the favorite song? What's your favorite song? <laughs> my female singer? My, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. What's your favorite song from her? Well, I don't know. Irony, or you know, I mean, whatever. I don't know the. Name. I I never listen to the words. Okay, I don't understand the words, so I don't give you any time. You like the one with the f bomb in I it? I like bet. The, I like the, the one about Dave Coulier. Yeah. yeah. Oh my like god. Like when she sings and does that little nasal up thing that she does. I just I love that. So. That's that. awesome. Oh, is that the song? That Weighing in that on one. the podcast. I love it. I always do this. Nice. We're at like the B Dale, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The experience of it all. Dale. Well, <laughs> All right. Well, we're asking. Willie, Willie is the second. This is a lead on our mic. You guys are on his curling team? Yeah, yeah we were just yeah. We are rock chuckers. Rock chuckers. Rock chuckers. <laughs> All right, for the St. Paul curling team, what's your favorite? Favorite what? Your favorite female rock female singer. Female rock singer. 
You guys going to make the Olympics next year? I like Gracie Slick. Oh, that's I, so I picked Grace yeah. Slick. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. No, it's good, too. We'll get the tattoos next week of her. Commitment. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not putting any ink on me. I'm oh, boy. Hey, thank you, guys. St. Paul Curling Club. All right. Oh, and Frogtown Frog Frog Curly Club, yeah. And Four Seasons. And Four Seasons. All right. Where were we at? Okay, so, okay, so he, I just said Evan. Oh, so he you, gave you, his. Gave number two? Number two. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your number two, Candace? Tina Turner. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I can't stand the rock. She I rocks. love that one. Yeah. Just for the win. <laughs> yeah, Tina Turner rocks, man. Um, I like fell in love with her when I saw the movie Gimme Shelter, which is a documentary about the famous concert at was Altamont or whatever, oh, the free concert. 1970, wherever. the end of the 60s. All that drama. Yes, exactly. So wow. her legs though are like crazy, and her voice. She's just she's a rock. She's a rock star. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. Tina Turner she's rocks. A rock star. Yeah. I want to right. look like that yeah. when I'm that age. For real. Hell yeah, she's a rock star. Wait, I'm Mark only 4'11". It's never going to happen. <laughs> and she does one of my favorite covers, um, I Can't Stand the Rain. Her version is so good. You should listen Ooh. to that. I like her part in We Are the World. Oh, when yeah. When she cuts that promo. <laughs> someone that. She gets all his shit in, in just like two lines. Dude, that's magic. Yeah. Yeah. She gets the whole Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, the whole <laughs> chunk in there, her version of that, in like two lines. All right. You know, I got to record at that studio on The Voice, Henson Studios. Really? Yes. Yeah. Which room were you in? We were in the big one. Nice. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that, I love that. All I watched night that sessions. video a million times. All night sessions. So many records made wow. in that place. Really? Mm-hmm. It was just so cool to be there. And and all the, there's all of their pictures on the wall in that kind of space is from We Are The World, and it's just... It's just mind-blowing. Oh, I could watch that video over and over when they record that. Lionel and Quincy are freaking pimps during that. They run a, <laughs> yeah. they run a tight session. I've been on such a Lionel Richie kick the last month or so. Oh, Dude. amen. Okay, what, what's... I don't care. We'll country, do the last two. His country record he put out is so good. Okay. With all the guys guesting on his... Oh, my God. So I just did a playlist for a wedding of ballads and stuff. So I'm in Lionel Richie kick, too. Have you heard the song, My Love? Oh, yeah. 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 That's my favorite. Yeah. I don't know how it even goes on top of my head, but it's it's really the lyrics are. Yeah. Okay, so before Kevin Spacey was a bad man, you know, in the in pop culture, yeah. I saw Lionel Richie get interviewed by Kevin Spacey. What? It was the weirdest, <laughs> most epic super weird. moment in LA. You were you saw them with yeah, your own eyes? Like went to the Wallace Center which is a tiny little theater, and saw it happen. <laughs> that was what the ticket was. I know. Did he say anything controversial? Oh, of course he did. Did they have, did they have the hand thing going in the background? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nobody cut. Co- everyone cussed. And, I mean, he told backstage stories that, of, of drugs and, you know, carrying on that you always guessed, but I don't know if you guessed it about Lionel Richie. But Here's, here's the thing is, like, he had nodules and... I don't think his throat's been the same since. No. He doesn't sound like he used to back no. in his heyday, no. when he's in like his thirties, when he had that he kind of aged. <laughs> he sounds super aged. Um, yeah, love Lionel. 
Yeah. Um, everyone should listen to more Lionel. Yeah. Right? More Lionel. He's, he's one of those dudes. Oh, wait. He's got that many hits. He does. <laughs> yeah. I always forget. Right. You know, so many hits. And, and I, the thing that didn't dawn on me when I was a kid, my parents used to play Lionel Richie and stuff like that, or I used to hear it in the house all the time, is how country he was back then. Really? He was super country. Super yeah. country back then. It didn't, he wrote songs really for Kenny it. Rogers, Lady. Oh. Yeah. Like, very, very country sounding. How's that stuff. spelled, Mark? Lay. 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 Kenny kind of sings like Lionel. Yeah. You're my knight in shining armor, and I love you. Uh, less, less hesitation from <laughs> Lionel, but yeah, he's written so many hits. Oh, man. Okay. Um, where are we at? Me. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go out there on a limb. Not the best singer, but epic to me and a huge fan. Louise Post from Veruca Salt. Yes. I don't know who they are. What? Huh. Can't fight the seether. I don't know. Can't fight the seether. I can't. Come on. Chicago based, um, grungy rock. I'll have to to check it out. Okay, so I'm also a little biased because I actually got to work with her in a studio. Really? And I was like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like. And she turned into a giant cokehead and like, fell off the map and huge drug ad- addiction and she had to turn her life around but and kind of get out of the the business for a while but then I got to work with her in the studios probably like 2001 and what she laid down over that mic was just completely incredible it's just a rock voice like undeniable rock voice weird choices super 90s but that's my that's my wheelhouse that's awesome. Cool. You got to look it up. I'll check them out for okay. sure. Okay, uh, my number two. Um, first of all, I said this to Candace, my bass player and I were talking as I was setting up for this earlier this week. And I'm not going to use this as my as my pick, but Kat, you're one of my favorite female oh, singers yay. too. Oh, you're so sweet. No, seriously. You know, I do have to say with my new single, all of the fan mail was, thank you so much for going back to rock. Thank you for so much for going back to Oh, yeah, rock. rock. You're a rock singer for yeah, sure. I know. Kat. I just have to do what I like, though, sometimes. Ooh, okay. I'm going to pick a new number two. I'm going to take a different direction. Right, My number right. two. I think these guys are from Wisconsin, anyway, which makes them super cool. This gal singer, super hot, super sultry, cool voice of, like, the 90s, 2000s, uh, especially for the song. I know where you're going. Oh, no. So come pissed. on. Especially for the song, I think I'm paranoid. God. Damn it. Ah! Yes! Number one. Shirley Manson Yay! of the band Garbage. Love Shirley Manson. Stupid girl. And you don't know Louise Post, but you know Shirley Manson. I mean, same era. Yeah, this is true. I'm from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. That stuff is uh, 10 years behind. I I mean, well, I guess that's a little Norris. But Louise is from Chicago. She's a Midwest girl. But Shirley Manson, you nailed it. You nailed it. 
All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Mark Stare Music Podcast. We have a bloodbath battle going here <laughs> at the B-Dale Club in beautiful Roseville, Minnesota, battling over a new B-Dale sweatshirt here. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Matt Kirkwald, Candace Wheeler, Kat Perkins, and all the folks here at the B-Dale Club. Uh, please tune in for the next week's final round. Who wins the top five female singers of all time next week? Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits in the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. <laughs>